Welcome to the Tide Talk Podcast. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, it's Stacy Blackwood with the Tide Talk Podcast. I'm here with Jake Thomas as always. Uh, we're glad to bring you another podcast. Uh, it's a special episode. We got a chance to catch up with uh, Justin Smith from Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Yeah, man, it was uh, fun to talk to him and uh, had a great time with him. Yeah, he gave us some insight uh, into the uh, 2019 uh, and 2020 recruiting classes mm-hmm. along with some information about a couple guys to watch out for in the 2021 classes. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's exciting to talk with Justin. He's very knowledgeable. He gets a chance to travel across the state and, you know, the southeast and, and talk to some of the coaches and players. And uh, we appreciate him taking the time to uh, to get on the podcast and share some of his knowledge with us. So with that, we're going to uh, send you on to the interview we have with Justin Smith. See y'all. We're here with Justin Smith from Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Uh, he's the lead scouting and recruiting analyst uh, for the Touchdown Alabama Magazine. So we're we're glad to be joined by him to give us some insight into the 2020 recruiting class. And uh, so far, it's a good class. And uh, you know, obviously, we're excited about the, the guys that have already committed and what's come ahead. But uh, you know, just to kind of give us some information, you know, what was the position of need uh, for this 2020 class? Well, for me, looking at Alabama's roster and looking at the 2020 recruiting class, the talent that is within that class, the three positions that really stood out to me were linebacker, wide receiver, and tight end. I say linebacker because, as you can see, Alabama lost outside linebacker Yabia Noma, and depth has been a problem for Alabama at the linebacker position for the last couple of seasons. And I think Alabama wants to get back to where they can have a dominant linebacker core and always reloading on linebackers, which they, did, which they did in the past, especially with Nick Saban. He has had some great linebackers in Tuscaloosa. But I think he wants to get back to that situation where they can always reload and have a guy coming, having the next guy up. And I'll say the Robert Seaver position because it's pretty clear. Ruggs, Smith, and Judy are all potential first-round draft picks, and Alabama could lose all of them on next season. I think Alabama really wants to add some depth to their Robert Seaver position because, because of that fact. And also, you can look at Jalen Waddle. He probably only be there another season after, after Ruggs and the other guys leave. Also, so you would want to have some guys that have some experience behind him. And I think Alabama really hit the jackpot when you look at the wide receiver core in the 2020 class because the wide receivers in the 2020 class is loaded with with the commitments that they already have. Javon Baker, a guy who's a sleeper and not really that fast, but his routes are incredible. He has a dog mentality in him. I think Alabama really got a sleeper in him. And the whole 2020 recruiting class is loaded with good wide receivers. In the tight end position also, I think Alabama wants to spread the ball more at the wide receiver position, which is why they got a guy like Kaden Clark, a four-star tight end, who's willing to line up and is comfortable lining up at wide receiver position as well. And Alabama also is targeting two five-star tight ends, which also they probably hit the jackpot again with Arik Gilbert and Darnell Washington being two outstanding five-star tight ends in this loaded tight end class as well. Yeah, you you kind of you kind of led into our next question was you know how how have the the coaches address the the needs for the twenty twenty class and you know uh, you talked about the linebackers and that's probably the one I'm most interested in because it just doesn't seem like they can catch a break from you know either getting some injuries or you know like you said with the Abiyanoma transferring out just you know the, the depth isn't what it used to be and and you never know when the injury is going to strike so you want to make sure you have plenty of guys there and you know they. I know you, you talked about some of the wide receivers they, they've gotten, but who are some of the linebackers that, uh, you know, are going to fill some voids uh, for next season? Well, are you talking about in the 2020 class? Correct. 
Okay, in the 2020 class, the linebackers, they already have committed Quindarius Robinson, Jackson Bradley, and Demoy Kennedy. I think those are very talented guys. When you look at Bradley, he's a kid who's comfortable in pass coverage, which is something I really like when you look at a high school linebacker because most high school linebackers really thrive off coming down, making hits in the run. And when you see one that's comfortable at the linebacker position in the pass coverage, he really, he really stands out. That's one, one thing I really like about Bradley. When you look at Demoy Kennedy out of three outdoor high school, I think he's a very strong kid and a very confident kid. When I spoke to his kid, when I spoke to his coach Eric Collier, the head coach at Theodore High School, he told me that Kennedy was the hardest worker that he ever coached, and he was the defensive coordinator for Theodore when they had C.J. Mosley, which was pretty high praise for the boy. And I think when Darius Robinson is also a good pickup for Alabama, he's a guy who can rush off the, which is where Alabama usually lines the outside linebackers in the defense defense anyway. So I think he really is going to be ready to roll. I think he's going to be comfortable rushing off the edge. But when you look at Alabama's targets, there's still some pretty good linebackers on board. We have Phillip Webb, a guy Alabama was really targeting. He was at, he was in Tuscaloosa for the Champions Cookout this past weekend. I think Alabama really made some moves with Webb this past weekend. This past weekend, with having him on campus, another guy is Noah Sewell, a five-star linebacker, a guy with nice size. He, I think he dropped like a top five. I know he dropped a top school list, include that, and he included Alabama over the weekend. And the other top linebackers, some of the top linebackers in the nation, Savelle Small and Justin Flo, I think are still considering Alabama. Although Flo is catching up some steam, catching up some steam with Clemson. Okay. Um, hey, Justin, this is Jake. Um, my, my question to you is, who do you see as a potential uh, immediate impact player in the 2020 class? A guy that can – come in as a true freshman and, and just knock it out of the ballpark? Yeah, that's a good question right now. A guy who I really like, I don't know if he gets a chance, but he is one of those linebackers. I got to mention him because he's listed as an athlete on most recruiting sites. It's the Drew Sanders kid who I think 24 247 Sports boosted, boosted him up to a five-star recently. Mm. I think he can come in and make immediate impact. When you look at him, he has great size at 6'5", over 230 pounds. He can play sideline guys who's comfortable in pass coverage and he also lined up at quarterback for his high school I think last season and made a lot of good plays which shows that he's comfortable he's knowledgeable of the game lining up at quarterback and he's also a coach's kid which shows that he's going to go out there and get it he's going to line up anywhere that you want him to what you want him to line up at so I say Drew Sanders at the moment he's one he's one of the guys I really like in the 2020 recruiting class yeah he's he's probably probably one of my favorite players in the class and it's a, it's a, it's a really. Uh, even if it was finished right now, it's a pretty yeah. solid class. I mean, yeah, it really I, is. We're going after some, some guys, and one of those guys, you know, uh, is a uh, Zachary Evans, the running back out of Texas. And I just wanted to know if, if you thought with with Kendall Milton committing to Georgia yesterday, if that would have any kind of impact on what Zachary Evans does. I think it has an impact. I don't know if it speeds up his decision per se, but I think it does have an impact. I think he. I don't think he wants to go to where he has to compete against another five-star running back in that, cl- in that class. And I think he also stayed in that he wants to play with this game in Georgia. He's also committed to Alabama. So I definitely think Alabama is a leader for Evans. I don't know if Milton's decision pushes up Evans' decision to commit to the top, but I definitely think it has some effect on Evans' decision as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely uh, – you know, obviously they have Royda Williams already, but it would be nice to get that second running back because yeah. you know, Najee Harris is an upperclassman and Brian Robinson. And so you always want to make sure you have a couple running backs in, in the class. So I, uh, another guy that I really like and I wanted to kind of get your your take on him was the guy from Hewitt Trustful, Malachi Moore. 
I really yeah. like the way he plays. He seems like he really loves Alabama, and, and he seems like one of the guys that recruits probably the hardest from the from the player standpoint uh, for this class. Yeah, I really like Moore. He's one of the one of the closest guy, one of the guys I'm most close to in this 2020 class. Moore is a nice size kid at six two. He has some nice weight. What Alabama probably really love about him is the fact that he actually added on some muscle this offseason. He was kind of on the smaller side going to his junior season. So I definitely think he added on some muscle. He always had that dog in the way he he could come down a hill and make a tackle. But with that added on muscle, I think he's gonna bring a little more fire fire to the table and a little more forces on his head. Forced on hits this season, so I definitely think that's something he has approved on. He also played seven on seven a lot during the offseason. He told me they really wanted to get better with his feet work. And as you guys know, when you're playing seven on seven, you can't really make too much contact with your hands. So you mm-hmm. have it's all the all depends on your footwork and standing firm to right receiver. And one thing I really one thing that really stands out about Malachi is he may not have some may not have impressive stats after his senior season because no one passes the ball to him. Even at right. seven on seven, no one passed the ball his way. His whole junior season, he hardly saw any action. I doubt if he had two interceptions or anything because no one passed the ball his way. The only guy that really challenged him is like I think the five-star wide right receiver that went to Oklahoma. His name, his name escapes me right now. He really challenged him like Malachi the first game of the season, but more he went right back with the kid. He competed against that guy with some tenacity. And another thing that really stood out to me about that first game was the fact that he was knowledgeable enough to use the sideline as a second defender. I definitely think he's a knowledgeable kid. Yeah, I really like that kid. Is there is there a guy that's maybe not being heavily recruited right now that you could see picking up some steam, you know, heading to their senior season that maybe Alabama could be after? Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. If, I don't know. I wouldn't say like a um, potential guy Alabama picks up and say the 2020 recruiting class per se. One guy I really like in the 2021 recruiting class is Lee Hunter, a guy out of Blunt High School. I think 2474 has him listed as a five-star recruit. And I, I doubt if you have an Alabama offer at the moment. So that's a guy I definitely think who's going to – he's going to his junior season. But that's a guy I think he's going to get an Alabama offer pretty soon. And another guy is Tanner Bailey, a 2022 quarterback out of Gordo High School. He currently holds offers from LSU, Mississippi State. But the tie has yet to offer him. He told me that Steve Sarkeesian – and Tino Centuri has good have a good relationship with him, so I definitely think those are two guys in the side of the state of Alabama that could get Alabama offers soon. Okay, that's great. Uh, you know, this is uh, like you said, there's still a few guys left, and uh, you know, it's it's already a really solid class, and uh, you know, we're excited about that. But you know, we're getting close to the to the 2019 season now, so you know, we we spoke, you know, I think signing day of this year, yeah. so uh, but uh. And you probably answered the question then, but who are you kind of looking at as fall camps get started this week to kind of, you know, maybe make an impact this season as, as a freshman? Well, God, I know I didn't tell you, tell you guys this on your, your guys' show, but I know I was on another show and one guy asked me that question. Mm-hmm. And I was really looking at the 2019 class, it was kind of early on, and the guy I said was John Mechie. And I didn't know how right I was at that point. Yeah. Right now, I want to say that again, John Mechie, a guy who – he was Alabama's only wide receiver in the 2019 recruiting class because mm-hmm. some people have questions about him because he played at a smaller school. He didn't really play against some of the top competition in that nation. And what, what, but as you guys seen in the spring game, he's a kid who's, who can really compete. He doesn't have the speed of a Rose or Jerry Judy, but he's a good route runner. He's going to make tough catches. He can catch he can catch a pass and cover. So that's the guy I'm really excited to watch. Yeah, they, they, they really hit – like you mentioned, he's the only – 
receiver that they really went after and they got him and they really they hit well on him they did a good job of scouting him and yeah and uh he 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 turned out to be i mean he was he was unbelievable yeah. in the a game this this spring mm-hmm. so we're excited about him as well uh but hey we really appreciate you hopping on with us and uh mm-hmm. give us some insight into the 2020 class as, as well as even beyond and kind of uh, telling us what you expect from some of those guys. And uh, we hope to have you on soon again. Hey, thanks so much. Anytime. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. See you. See you. All right. Once again, we want to thank Justin Smith for joining us uh, yes. to talk a little recruiting with us. We appreciate his time. He's very knowledgeable, like we said. And uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter at JDSmith31Smith uh, and follow Touchdown Alabama Magazine at TD Alabama Mag. And uh, follow us as well. Uh, me, I'm Stacy Blackwood at Blackwood89. And I'm at Jake Thomas Tide, of course. Yeah, and follow our podcast Twitter feed at Tide Talk underscore pod. Uh, use the hashtag Tide Talk. We appreciate all the support, guys, and we hope you all have a good evening. See y'all. See y'all. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.